0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes continued tense negotiations with Varric, but he was merely stalling for time and tried to escape out an open window. Conflict erupted, but the party was able to take him into custody, learning as well of secret dealings and strings being pulled by mysterious figures behind the scenes. The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: First episode of the new year. Yeah. Damn. 2022 oh, yeah. guys. Uh, um 4722. 40, why? That's the that's it's this year, right? It's the it's the Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Galarian. Galarian year Happy new Galarian year. Mm.
2: Well, technically this adventure takes place in 4711, so
3: So no. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> it could be 4712. Yeah. I don't know if that works. Well, I guess we did not We did not specify. Did our last episode end on New Year's Eve on the Galarian calendar?
3: <laughs> is this also
0: New Year's? <laughs> I remember us like breaking out champagne yeah, and talking sp- about our future. Kicking guys out of windows
2: for the New Year. Yeah. It doesn't really seem gonna, like wintertime. <laughs>
3: do you think there's going to be a bunch of predictions that um, in 4712, everyone's going to die and the world's going to end like before? Like, yeah. and that was a big thing in 2012.
1: Yeah. What is the Galarian equivalent of, uh, so, I mean, technically in Galarian, that happens every six months. Right, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. There's
0: like a world-ending cataclysm every six months, so... What? What's the Mayan <laughs> analog in Galarian, and
1: what does their calendar have to say? Mm-hmm. I guess I guess you'd have
2: to head to maybe Arcadia for that? Yeah, I guess. I guess that mm. might be some. Not really sure. There's not much written about Arcadia. Maybe one day. Hey, could be. You guys get any, uh, any big resolutions for, for this game in particular?
1: You leveled up. Oh, for bestow curse. Interesting. Um, yes. I want to defenestrate someone else by the by next year. I want to. Oh, you kick another guy out of a window. I, yeah, he kind of went voluntarily. I really want to do one unwillingly.
2: Hmm. That could be fun. Okay. Uh, GM note: include more windows. More windows. <laughs> include more windows so Chris could have fun during this game.
0: I want to refine my healer game just want to keep going. (laughs) Explain to me how a life oracle with the blessed one
2: dedication (laughs) refines their healer (laughs) game further. What is left to refine? What else do you need? Are you also going to double dedicate it to uh, Medic? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm going to
3: do. Ooh, are you going to get to the point where I can stop taking healing-related feats? Actually,
0: yes. Oh, neat. Maybe. But that's going to be in several levels. All right. Keep taking those heals. Yeah, you're going to want to keep doing that for a while.
3: Okay, okay. I did take one for the supplement, but all right.
0: You know what they say. I almost
2: Every did. party needs two healers. <laughs> one that is completely spec character class-wise into being a healer, and another one who stabs you with a rusty...
0: Uh, I
4: cut people sound, right? up. <laughs> it's a great combination. Mm-hmm. If the stab goes a little too deep, then you have someone else to fix it.
0: Well, I mean, we could change this right now. We haven't started play. haven't locked in this character sheet. I could drop the feet that I got and throw on a a medical one, but I'm not going to do that because I like what it took. Okay. Mm.
3: All right.
0: You got any, Haley? Any resolutions?
3: I I think that I want to try to keep staying as a good character, um, but I don't. Yeah, good aligned character. I don't think that I'm going down that path, though, as I keep picking up. More rogue-related things. More crime-related (laughs) things. And crime-related things.
1: As I flex my underworld lore more and more.
3: And I've also, you'll hear soon, but I also picked up some other stuff that's a little on the not good side.
1: On the
2: down and down, instead (laughs) of the up and up?
3: Yeah, so I don't know. I want to keep trying to balance that while keeping my friendship with Devargo.
2: Okay. (laughs) Two incompatible things. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna see what we can do here.
2: Emily, anything for Sylvie?
4: Um, so n- I would like to develop her magical abilities a little bit more, and that will take some time uh, to develop. But I think it'll be a fun divergence from just a typical swashbuckler. So I'm looking forward to that.
2: A magical swashbuckler?
4: Yes, almost a magus, but. Not as, not as well-rounded.
2: <laughs> but released before the Vegas came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a Magus, but one month too soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for this campaign, I think I want to keep fleshing out Corvosa. I think we've done a really good job so far of fleshing the city out, but it's a whole city and there's a lot more to see. So I think that's my resolution is to keep, keep the city new and interesting and fun. And a good place to explore in, because
0: you're stuck here for a while. How about anything in the realm of PC romance? Any, uh, any resolutions there? Steve, stop looking at me like that when you say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, should I, should I resolve? I don't know if it'll happen this year. I going to say, should I resolve to fade to black at least once this campaign? Ooh, <laughs>
3: no. Ooh, Might as well.
2: Mm. I mean, I don't personally give a shit about that, but sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe I should resolve to continue to rebuff your advances. Mm, I'll wear you down. <laughs> play hard to get. I, I resolve to play hard to get all here. <laughs> well, I think it's time to hand out a hero point here, and I want to give this one to Emily because what I'm about to tell you is probably going to bum you out about your character. So here's a hero point as a as a peace offering.
4: Ah. Uh. That uh, will soften the blow a little bit, I'm sure.
2: So this hero point comes from our friend Corey, who says, for my favorite swashbuckling hookie player.
4: Mm. Accurate. Still <laughs> isn't going to class. So
2: we made a bit of a rules flub last episode that uh, is particularly important for our swashbuckler character in that we allowed the uh, tumble through action to uh, to not provoke from the fighter that you were fighting. Uh, the verbiage of that action is a little bit unclear, but it is an action that has the move tag. And the only part of that action that limits reaction is actually the movement within the enemy. So moving into the enemy square and moving out of the enemy square are still movements that provoke attacks of opportunity. So unfortunately, you can't use tumble through to Avoid attacks of opportunity. I think in second edition, they balance that with having attacks of opportunity being much rarer in general. So a lot of times you won't have to worry about it. But in contrast, they made them very difficult to avoid when they are a thing.
4: Oh, that'll be a bummer, but at least we know now. And so I can tumble through accordingly.
2: Yeah. And you know, Swashbuckler eventually gets attack of opportunity. So you can make me eat my words in a couple of levels if you choose.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm very excited to unlock that ability. That would yeah. be great. I
2: think Diego can get it, too. Oh, so yes, especially. Like, <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, when last we met these heroes, they had defeated Varric Van Kaskerkin and taken him in. After a hard-won combat, they were rewarded by Cressida Croft, their 80 gold. And she told them that she has another assignment for them, but it being late... She said it would be better if you went and rested. Use that gold maybe to uh, get yourself some new items, some, some gear. And, uh, and she would have that assignment waiting for you around noon. So your characters are leaving Citadel Volshnik. Now, what are you doing? Oh, you're also level three.
3: Yes. Before we leave, I want to leave some of my weapons for rune transfer.
2: Yes, she did say if you have a rune on one weapon that you would like transferred to another weapon, you could leave that with the armory who, you know, in this time of crisis is pretty much operating 24-7. Uh, you could leave it with them overnight and pick it up the next day.
3: What if I wanted to get a new rune? Do I, do I have to go somewhere else?
2: You would have to go somewhere else to purchase a new rune. Are- However, uh, purchasing a new rune, they're able to etch it on there for, you know, relatively quickly.
3: Yeah, so with that in mind, thinking one is going to be quick and one's going to take some time, I'm going to leave my longbow and one of the, run- the rune-etched dagger that Sylvie was carrying, which she very kindly uh, allowed Mir to <laughs> have the rune from.
1: Okay, cool. Diego is going to leave his maul as, as, as well with one of the weapons that had a plus one rune to get that etched. Yeah, I believe there was a
2: crossbow The adrian lamb had that had a rune on it okay so you guys leave those items with the armory probably pick them up right before you meet back with uh croft around noon the next day are you guys going your separate ways i think so
3: do we get to heal all the way up what do you mean by that um i'm down quite a bit we would assume with the amount of time we have it's probably still gonna yeah, be mine. that
2: Yeah, Vec can refocus and, um, and in, infinite healing Yeah, he's time. he's Okay, got, cool. You guys have the rest of the evening, I, so uh, yeah. maybe before you part ways, you spend an hour <laughs> in fact, mm-hmm. is kind of using his uh, lay on hands to, to heal. Yeah.
3: Yeah, okay, cool. I was still down in the oh, over double digits, or like mm-hmm. in the double digits, so I was very concerned. <laughs> um, cool. Otherwise, after that, Mir would Want to go back on to her shop? It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time.
1: Yeah, if it's safe to Diego, can go back to Trails End and meet back up with Thousand Bones and the rest of the the tribe. I think that's be a great opportunity for him to do that. Yeah, I think.
2: Although there is still unrest happening, it has died down to a point where you're probably more comfortable traveling alone. So you could certainly make that trek. Uh, I think. You guys might want to consider where you're meeting up tomorrow because if you're gonna go shopping first thing there's probably a place to meet in the middle that's not going all the way to old corvosa for diego actually with that i would say before you guys part ways sylvie if you want to make a society check oh okay i know you're all considering shopping for different things Depending on the result of this check, I'm going to give you a couple places where you could shop, and if you would like more information beyond that, it might be a different-than-society check to um, to gather some information.
4: A 26.
2: Oh, 26 is very good. So, Sylvia, you would know that there are a variety of shops and services in Corvosa. Um, you know about Reefclaw Run Market, which Vec would also know about, but that's mainly... Uh, fresh seafood and that kind of thing, you're likely not going to find a ton of items beyond maybe mundane gear and food Mm. in that market. You would know, and so would Mir and Diego from staying there for a while. There are some things sold on Eel's End, although with the unrest and them kind of becoming more insular, they're not really selling a ton of stuff either, although they are selling, you know, their services of (laughs) of vice. You know, they, they have a kind of like a Pesh Den and that kind of thing. You know that there is an Ironworks on Old Corvosa. However, they kind of focus on simplicity and functionality over um, over quality. There is a market called Dock Trade. This is in North Point. You know that they sell a variety of things. And I would actually need a lore underworld to know more.
3: I believe I can know.
2: What you would know, Sylvie, is that they sell items that they tout as new, but you've heard varying reports uh, on the actual quality of the items.
3: Okay. 25.
2: When Sylvie mentions this mirror, you remember that Doc Trade is an area that members of the Cerulean Society or the Thieves Guild of Corvosa work out of. So a lot of the items there are stolen. Oh, okay. But if you were in the market for something potentially shady, that might be a place where you go. In the Heights, there's actually a new establishment that you've been hearing of Sylvie because you live there. It's called Lavender. It's a place that sells perfumes and and other high-end items to kind of the elite of the city. There's the Gilded Ori. Uh, This is a shop that specializes in magic items and texts for conjuring specifically and they stock a wide selection of other magical wares and arcane books. In Midlands, there's the Bookmaker, which is Corvosa's largest bookstore. It also has a printing press and uh, is known to sometimes stock magical texts, such as scrolls. There is the Gold Market in Midland, which is the largest marketplace. It's the main attraction of Midlands. It's the largest market in Corvosa but everything there is kind of transient. The stalls are not set in stone. New shops crop up and are quickly replaced if they, if they leave, but you can find almost anything there. In Midland as well is Eadred's Walk, which is a more permanent establishment. It is 14 shops that form the semi-circle face of the walk, and they offer a variety of goods and services, including... Books, maps, hero readings, things for animal companions, horses, jewelry, magical trinkets, clothing, haberdashery, fishing supplies. near you would actually know there's a half-orc barber that works there as
1: well, that you would actually...
3: Clear enemy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you, would, you would know... Probably runs a much more successful barber shop.
3: Makes me very frustrated to find this out. Yeah,
2: their name is uh, Old Hooktooth, uh, but oh. their establishment is more exclusive than yours.
3: If I turn evil.
2: Bricks oh. going through their window. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if I turn evil, an old hooktooth goes missing. Uh, <laughs>
2: they, they, There are uh, weapons and armor, uh, both mundane and magical, for sale there as well as clocks and clockworks, trapping and hunting supplies, and there's even a tavern there for moderately priced, though potentially watered-down alcohol. There is Pesticos dolls and figurines in Midlands, uh, so that is kind of where you would find toys and dolls, and you're probably not super interested in in the wares there. There's the horse shop, which is Mm. very... To the point in its name, anything for a mount you could find there. That one's in East Shore. And in Southern Corvosa, there's orcados, feathers, and fur, where you could find any manner of exotic creature. It is, uh, it is an animal shop. Uh, and then there is the green market in South Corvosa that you've been to, but you would know from being there that they, the merchants there are forbidden from selling weapons and armor so if you were looking for weapons or armor you're not going to find them at uh, the green market although it is known for having almost anything else you can think of
3: do we get a discount no mm,
1: you got paid <laughs> <laughs> man idrid's walk sounds like it's popping it's like that's the place to be
0: yeah being in midlands if you can't find it there perhaps you swing on over to the gold market mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. yeah I-, I think we should be able to find pretty much everything there would be a good spot for all of us to meet.
3: I would also like to go to Dock Trade. Sounds good. Yeah. So, Eadred's Market, Dock Trade. Is there anything
4: else anywhere else we need to go? Well, if we can't find it at either of those two places, then we could go to some of the more specialized shops mm-hmm. if needed. Makes sense.
3: Sure. I Mirror mean, might actually even want to go to the Dock Trade alone. Okay.
2: Maybe you swing by there and then meet the rest of the group at Iadrid's walk makes sense so you guys set a time uh, to all meet at Iadrid's walk it's in Midlands so it's central to all of you no matter where you're coming from so it shouldn't be too hard for Diego to head out to Trails End He might have to take a little earlier start in the morning but it's
0: not like he's crossing the entire city to get to you so are we are gonna split up for the night then
4: yes yeah Sylvia so will go back home check on her family Yeah, I mean, I
3: would like to go back to her place for the first time in a very long time and probably clean up a bit, make sure things are together. And then depending on how the general kind of area feels still, she might go back to her room on Eel's End if everything is still a little bit obnoxious at night or something.
1: Sure. Diego will start the long walk back to Trail's End. Yeah, Diego, (laughs) for the first time in
2: probably a week and a half, you're crossing over the bridge from... Corvosa to the mainland, and the guard presence, especially at the bridges and the entry and exit to the city, is pretty pronounced. They're not stopping anyone, but you can just you can just see that where there might not have been a ton of guards in old Corvosa, they're certainly keeping a watch between the city
0: and, and outside. And then I, I guess Vex is going to head back as well. He wants to pick up something for Trinia. So are any of these shops open now that might have some sort of artisan equipment that I could swing by on the way home? Yeah, right now you guys are in Midlands. And so
2: you could pretty easily swing by like the, um, your best bet of finding someone that's open mm-hmm. is probably just the, the gold market itself because they have less standard hours. Uh, so you could swing by there and I would say, yeah, you could probably find someone that's open, that's selling uh, what you
0: would, what What are you looking for? I'm looking for an item that's just generically known as artisan's tools, but those are supposed to be flavored differently for different professions. So he's looking for painter supplies. Yeah. You'd actually find a,
2: looks like maybe a caricature artist mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of closing up shop as the... You know, as the light of day has faded, they can't really stay open and draw, but they seem to have like a stall next to them that has all kinds of different paint and brushes and uh, pencils, that kind of thing. And you could pretty easily pick up what you're looking for. Sure.
0: And then I I guess if he does that, then he heads back to old Corvosa and the tenement apartment that he's residing in with his grandfather in uh, Trinia. When he gets there... How are they looking? Your uh, grandfather
2: lights up immediately like he normally does when you come home. Oh, Vicky, you.
0: Feels like it's been a while. How have you been, lad? It's not too bad, Grandpops. A hard day working the. Working the docks. You know how it is. Mercantiles on the up and up, keeping the place together for you.
2: Uh, Have you met my. uh, My
0: very beautiful friend here yeah? and he gestures uh, to Trinia Why, well, of course I have she's uh, she's an old friend of mine we go way back I don't know if you knew that but yeah we used to know each other I think she likes me
2: she's been <laughs> staying around quite some time oh stop it you old dog
0: Trinia laughs at this how've you been Vec? um I've been I've been okay do you do you mind if we have a word just the two of us? Sure, I don't see why not. So he pulls her into the other room, and um, wow, two rooms, how swanky! It's, I mean, not many more than two rooms, you know. We're, we're moving mm-hmm. back Sad. from the vestibule into the main floor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like the a little hallway or something. <laughs> in a closet.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we talk somewhere a little bit more private. <laughs> Get in the closet. Hey, uh, Trinia, so. You know those friends that you met a few nights ago when this whole place went to hell? Yeah. Well, the few of us have um, picked up a little bit of, a, I guess you'd call it like contracting work. We're working with the city guard to help make the. help restore water, help make the town a better place. It's good pay. And we had our first assignment today. And today, I'll spare you the details because. If the rules were reversed, I'd wish to never know what was happening, but today I came face-to-face with human depravity unlike any I'd ever seen, and it was not easy. So, on the way home, I was thinking, and I was thinking about the things that make this city terrible, and it got me thinking about well i gotta get my head right so i gotta think about the things that i'm grateful for and i i do want you to know that my grandfather really does seem to like you he lit up just having you around seems to help him i don't know but um i am grateful that you are here i know things between us are complicated and i wanted to show my appreciation and he takes out the artisan's tools. I know painting is your profession, but it also seems to be a passion. And while me and my friends are out making this town a better place, I was hoping that maybe you could make it a more beautiful one. She takes the tools in her hands and kind of like opens the case
2: that it comes in. Um, and she smiles and she looks up at you and she's... She says, uh, Vec, you're... You're positively glowing.
0: Um... I th- been feeling a little run down but uh, no, no. W- what's going on with you look so he looks up <laughs> she, she like she pulls out like a compact mirror uh-huh and and reflects it at you and he like almost snatches it out of her hand as he's looking at himself in the mirror and there is a halo above his head whoa and he's lighting up the room uh, Trinia I have no idea what this is this has never happened to me before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Seems there's a lot about yourself that you don't know, Vecrelvi. But um, I really appreciate this. I'll um,
0: I'll be sure to use it. And th- thank you. I, I I appreciate everything you do, and I'm I'm glad that this is good for you. Um, you've been staying here for a minute now, and no pretense here. I'm not asking one thing or the other. But I would just like to say that if you would like to stay for for longer, the offers open. It appears to have done my grandfather a lot of good to have somebody around the house and hopefully when I'm here you might feel a little safer even though things are happening to me I can't quite <laughs> explain or understand. Uh, I'll be candid with you. I did go home. I checked my home earlier today and someone's been through my things. H- how so? Uh, you've been robbed? Uh, just noticed a disturbance. The the door was was ajar, which I figured I didn't have much of a
2: lock, but it mm-hmm. didn't look like much was stolen. It just looked like my things were rummaged through. The only thing that was missing was my
0: old journal. Your journal? Is this a, a personal journal, or maybe something you used to keep track of sales and commissions? A bit of both, really. I hadn't, you know, in all the... In all the chaos, I hadn't even thought to bring it
2: with me, but I certainly write about my subjects in it, mm-hmm. and and my day to day as well. It's where I kind of keep my thoughts together. I, I was surprised it wasn't there, uh, but and that nothing
0: else appeared to be taken. Well, that's worrying for sure. It doesn't sounds like a regular break-in. I don't know why they wouldn't have taken something else of more material value. If you do choose to stay here, I can leave you with my trusty crossbow. you can put a quarrel in anybody who tries to come in the door that's not me. How does that sound?
2: <laughs> All right um, I mean it doesn't make me feel much safer but <laughs> I understand I, I do think I will stay here for a, a bit of time at least though. A, a bit shook up
0: at what what that could have meant. And uh, when she says that she's going to stay here a little bit longer, his halo glows a little brighter and his face lights up. I I, appreci- I, I would like that. I, I think I would. And I know the old man would, too. She smirks at you. I figured you might. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a long, harrowing day. And I think I still have a bottle of wine around here somewhere. I'm liable to drink the whole thing, but I really don't want to. You think you might be able to help me out with that?
1: All right. I suppose I would. How so your Halo thing, when when you turn it on, how long does it last? Forever, baby. Wow. Halo <laughs> yeah.
0: Halo Infinite.
3: Can you I turn you. can you, you can turn it off?
0: <laughs> it's it's at will, yeah. It's okay. on or off.
3: Just I was gonna say, that's not very uh inconspicuous. That's so not very
0: well. stealthy of you. Tough. <laughs> I'm gonna have it on all the time.
2: <laughs> so what else did you, did you get anything else cool at, at level three?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So I think you're probably going to hear this from Haley as well, but for casters in particular, I feel like third level is really exciting because you break through into second level spell casting. So I picked up a couple new spells inspired by the last fight that we had. One of them was calm emotions. See if I can resolve things a little bit diplomatically or chill the tensions there Oracles also have things called signature spells because I'm pulling from a very limited list. I can only select certain spells and then are kind of stuck with them. A signature spell heightens automatically as you grow in your spellcasting ability. Of course, I chose heal. That's very exciting. Cantrips heighten automatically. That's great. My lay on hands basically doubles going from first level casting to a second level casting. We already mentioned the Halo. I mean, across the board, lots of exciting stuff because he's a caster, and this is just a good level for everything to kind of grow. Yeah, there's odd levels for the casters. pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything else. Oh, you know what? There is one thing. We got a feat this level. Yeah, general feat, right? That is correct. And the feat that I chose was Bon Mo. So I'm going to get witty in combat to take down will saves. Uh-oh. No, it's not going to happen often because we don't have a lot in this party that targets Will saves, but I've got days and I've got calm emotions, so like yeah. its it could be useful. Synergy with yourself. That works. Absolutely. <laughs> I, that, yeah, but that about rounds it
1: out for me. Well, I mean, Intimidate scales off of Will DC too. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you, can,
1: you can get
2: some Frighten off. So, Mir, you head back to your shop as well and the streets around the docks are relatively calm. You can hear often the distance the, the noise that comes with Eels End being open 24 hours a day
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you know people drinking and carousing there. Uh, but Blossom Way is quiet, lit by streetlights. Um, you unlock your shop uh, it's undisturbed. Devargo's enforcers have made sure that, they protected the area around Eels as well.
3: That's good. So everything looks like as I left it.
2: Yep. Figgy uh, once you open the door rattles into the room his nails just click on the on the ground as he thump thump thumps up the stairs and you hear like the springs of the bed upstairs as he like hops onto it. What are you doing?
3: Mir walks in. She checks everything out. makes sure that everything is in place including the like you know the backroom surgery area and then checks over her apartment and has the realization that everything that is critical and important is actually not here anymore because all of DeVargo's goons helped bring all of that over. So she doesn't even actually have her plants, which is where she keeps all the worms for Figgy. Like, literally everything still at Eel's End. So I guess as she realizes that it's it's kind of late, and she's going to need help to move move that stuff back to where it belongs. So I think she's actually going to realize that, sigh a little bit, and realize she needs to go back to Ilzan and either see if someone can help now mm-hmm. or in the morning and has to, has to stay there another night.
2: You would know from working with him that DeVargo only really gets to business around midnight, although he starts his day earlier than that. He's really working at midnight till about 5 a.m. So you could arrive and he would be kind of doing his quote-unquote morning routine. Okay. Me, so good to see you back. Uh, how was your business uh, outside the Veal's End?
3: I'll say it was actually quite a lot. <laughs> uh, I think I'm kind of employed now.
2: Uh, by who?
3: The guard. Uh, it's a weird situation.
2: You know, that does put me in a weird position, Mir.
3: It's more of consultant work. And we took down other guards. It, it's weird.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it does It does help my operation to have somebody um, in the know on what is happening at the guard. So I suppose just keep me informed if you continue to work there.
3: I've got no problem doing
2: that. Are you uh, retiring for the evening, or
3: you know, I'd like to, but I did realize all my stuff's here. Oh, I like are you to planning go home. to go back home? It's been a while.
2: No, that's uh, that's completely understandable. Um, you know, Melishka has been bored today. Maybe uh, you, her, and I can go for a walk. It would be good to to see how far she can go. To test the waters outside of the the light of day, why don't you go get her and, um, you know, we can help take your things back to uh, back to your shop.
3: Okay. How is she doing, by the way? Like, if I remember correctly, she was still very, very, very shy.
2: She still is shy. She's been doing a bit better, maintaining a, a human appearance. But you would know from working with her that she's certainly not good at it.
3: Okay. Is she currently in what state or like what form?
2: When you head down to her chamber, she's in her Anadi form.
3: So I I mean, as I'd walk down um, and see her, just ask, would you like to venture out today? Do you think you can manage? Uh, Would I be going with you? Me and Devargo and Figgy, of course.
2: She smiles at Figgy coming along.
3: Where are we going to go? To my shop. Do you want to see where we live?
2: She uh, she kind of like claps together four of her arms. Is it nice
3: there? Hmm. How want to answer this? Uh. <laughs> I think it's rather homey. Figgy and I have stayed there for a while. We've made it our own. But the bottom is a shop. And the top's our ap- apartment.
2: I would come along. Do I have to look like a a person? Like a human?
3: Yep. You gotta have two legs for this one.
2: You can see her concentrating, trying to concentrate. And she kind of, like, her form twists and wavers into uh, that of a young Mwangi girl. And she follows you up. And you guys bring... The plants and all the other crap that you drug over back. Yes. All that other crap. All that other <laughs> shit you had.
3: If I have a free hand at all, I would hold her hand as we walk. Which. One? I feel like that'd be reassuring.
1: Which one of the eight?
3: Oh, no! <laughs> human form, yeah. Human form.
2: Yeah, you probably don't, but you're probably not asking her to carry a ton, so she's a young kid, so mm-hmm. she probably like keeps a hand on Figgy's back.
3: Yeah. I was trying to, As um, you and
2: DeVargo carry all the stuff. Uh, Figgy does a good job.
3: Boop, 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 boop.
2: <laughs> Figgy kind of like doesn't do his normal weaving between your legs and DeVargo's legs. He stays with her and you drop the things off. And while DeVargo is in your shop and Milishka is playing with Figgy, he would say, my context have found something that I would like to discuss with you when, when we have more time. Uh, it's about the girl. I think, I think it could help her, but I don't have the skills to uh, decipher how it's something of a, of a ritual. that came over on, on another one of these trading ships. I would ask for your help with it later.
3: I'd definitely be open to helping. Depending on what kind of ritual it is, I might have someone else who could help support, too. I know that's risky, but if it's of the divine nature, or the arcane, or the occult, I'm much less familiar.
2: Well, if you trust your friends, then I see no problem with it. Uh, we will talk. Uh, hopefully this will be something that can make malishka more comfortable in the city. Make I- it easier for us to... Uh, potentially leave if we have to.
3: I'd like that. And I'd also like to be able to take her out, but this is kind of <laughs> well, the first time she's really going. It's not far.
2: Yes. Uh, she does deserve to be off that ship. And so what did Mir get this level?
3: Oh, yes. Mir, this level, right? Because we have Ancestry Feet as well. She got one of the Ancestry feats is this doesn't support the New Year's resolution that I talked, just talked about.
0: (laughs) Here we go. Uh, You made it uh, 40
3: minutes? (laughs) (laughs) But again, it continues to be that balance, right? So what I, what Mir has noticed and what generally I think has been noticed around the party is I think Mir gets overlooked more often as she's a half-orc barber. So I think the implication is that she's more or less like she's going to sit and observe and maybe I think it could be easy for people to maybe assume that she's not talking or not helping because, she's because she is maybe less intelligent than they think. So I actually picked up something to go along with that, uh, being the overlooked mastermind. And with that in mind, basically, I can I am now going to be trained in deception, which helps um, round out a little bit. I know Vec can definitely probably do deception as well, but Vec doing a lot of diplomacy, Diego doing a lot of intimidation... And then if I can start doing some deception. So I am trained in deception. In addition, I get a plus two circumstance bonus to deception if I am claiming ignorance. So if I do, again, pretend like I'm not sure what's going on or or pretend to be ignorant, I can lie better.
0: That's Hmm. really specific and really fun. I, like I think it's really good. I don't good. know. Sorry. I, I, don't, don't know. I don't know.
3: I'm just a barber. Uh, I can't, can't help I you there. I don't know. <laughs> Just a barber. And I think like I can kind of pull that together a lot better, as well as um, we did get a general feat, and I got, <laughs> after having quite a few experiences where I wish I could have been healing people more often than once an hour on some of those treat wounds, I did get continual recovery, which means it's every 10 minutes instead of every hour. And so that would have been really nice to have back when we were dealing with the bugs that came out from the theater. And then I healed Diego and then we went into Green Market and he wasn't healed because I had to wait an hour. <laughs> Things like that. So uh, that's taken care of. On top of that, I got level two spells. Nice. I also changed around some of my cantrips, uh, but I, I mean, I can do that daily. That day. I know, but I found one. That's very cool. And I think, I don't know where it came from. It did. Healing mud. It did come from Secrets of Magic. That's why I didn't get it the first time, which is basically that gets rid of my healer's tools, which is fantastic. It's called Healing Plaster. Why would
2: you use healer's tools when you can use mud and a rusty razor blade? For all your healing.
3: Trust me, Pass. it's fine.
2: True <laughs> holistic medicine.
3: Trust me, it's fine.
2: Hey, I'll give you another plus one to your deception if it's about knowing how to do medicine.
3: <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really know <laughs> what the,
2: dirt are dirty.
3: So, yeah, I think that's really cool. And I wanted to call that out because I didn't know about it um, until recently. And then, of course, all my cantrips are heightened to two now. Wow. Which is good. Good stuff.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Sylvie, you head back to your home in the Heights, and Sazzy makes his presence known. He becomes visible. Uh, He kind of, like, flutters down and perches on your shoulder. What are you thinking, kid? It's been a long day.
4: That it has. I did not know there was so much pain in the city. These people are hurting while... The likes of me are sitting in a house with walls and protection. It breaks my heart.
2: I mean, you should see it in hell.
4: (laughs) I do not think I could bear it.
2: Being an imp's kind of like being the little people of this town, so I feel like I kind of can commiserate. But if I've learned anything, it's that being in a a house thinking you're safe, you're probably going to end up being wrong don't take your uh, privilege for granted, but also don't think it's going to protect you.
4: I, at this point, only hope it protects my family. I am getting stronger, and I can use that and my privilege to help. As long as I do not lose it in the process, I guess, but there is so much more that can be done.
2: How are you feeling about... the? Uh... By your new magical skills. I saw so you using that shield pretty well.
4: They are quite powerful, at least from what I had before. There is so much I do not know. I feel like I am in the dark on where this is coming from and how I can strengthen it other than talking with you and reading books.
2: I mean, I am quite a great source of knowledge. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes for For someone like you, you gotta grow into it. I mean, you're not a wizard, Sylvie. You don't... You can read all the books you want. That's not where your magic comes from. You gotta be able to feel that, right? There's a whole other side of you.
4: I have had some dreams. That have... That maybe the... Help me find the answers I am looking for. There are questions that I need to answer, but I do not know what to ask yet. If I... Can hold on to... The dreams that I have had, maybe I can find more power there.
2: You know, dreams are a tricky thing. Sometimes they're more real than you think.
4: Some of them do feel quite real. I wake up and it feels like I have not slept at all. I should be more careful when I communicate with people and creatures in my dreams.
2: You know, it was pretty terrifying. I saw it too the other night the woman that came into your room
4: Sylvie's face goes white at this and she turns to look at Sazie then it was no dream I do not think she means me harm but I am worried of the what I will have to give up to get closer to her to find to find the answers to my powers she seemed rather dangerous
2: yeah, she gave me a bad feeling, too. And, you know, that's coming from me. <laughs> and so the two of you uh, make your way to your home. Once you cross the front gate, he vanishes. Uh, but you can still feel his presence nearby. Uh, you open the door to your estate, and your family is there. Um, no worse for wear. And they, they greet you happily. Uh, they're just happy to see you. At, at this point,
4: Sylvie goes up and hugs them, just happy to see them alive and well after uh, seeing so much uh, desperation and death recently. Yeah, compared to what she's used to experiencing, this has been a lot for her, and so she's just happy to see them alive and healthy.
2: What did uh, What did Sylvie get this level up? So
4: as Sylvie was walking home, she probably noticed she got home a little bit faster because her base (laughs) speed went up. Whoa! Damn! That might come in handy later. Um, But she does have some uh, additional new swashbuckler abilities. Um, So as we've been going through these combats and she's seen herself and her companions and enemies fight at a point of desperation where they're fighting for their lives and so they sometimes overreach and they might fumble an attack and she's kind of going over those in her head and she can see that weakness form and where they're opening up for an attack so now as a reaction she can take advantage of that opening and attack with a melee attack Or uh, disarm the weapon used for that strike with her opportune repose. Nice. That'll be pretty fun. And then Sylvie got a, uh, with her ancestry, she is starting to steal herself from the comments and um, things that are being brought up by other people and like is boosting her own ego as now if I roll a success on a saving throw against a mental effect that attempts to control my actions I critically can succeed instead and a creature that rolls a failure on a check to coerce me using intimidation gets a critical failure instead so a little bit harder to affect her mentally as she steals her mind against that
0: that's giving you what shit for called? being a rich girl too many times yeah
4: <laughs> uh this is called haughty obs obstancy
3: yeah it's haughty obstancy yeah so i actually accidentally clicked on this whatever's right below it or right above it in that same feat list must go some something along the lines of healing because i click on it and i was reading it it's like This makes
4: no sense.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And so I found out that, yes, it's exactly what you got. That's very cool.
4: Mm -hmm. That could be helpful against intimidation and other mental effects in the future. Her spellcasting has not really changed much from this level, but one of her cantrips does increase. So if I use the telekinetic projectile, it adds an extra d6. Nice. onto it. Heightened. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: So Diego, exhausted from the day, makes the long trek out of town and up the trail and to trails end. And at this point, it's later in the evening and it looks like a majority of the shawanti that live here have maybe gone to bed. the uh, The fires are dying down uh, but you do notice Thousand Bones is sitting alert, uh, looking down the trail towards the city. Diego, my son, I was not expecting you to be home.
1: Yes, I, I had the opportunity to come back, and I took it as soon as I could. And he walks up to him, and I'm sure they both embrace.
2: Yeah, Thousand Bones rises out of the seat and gives you a gives you a hug. Oh have things been? What what have you been doing? How have you kept safe?
1: So, Diego sits down and just spends some time relaying basically all of the stuff that they've been through and ending with, like, well, essentially the situation now is that we are, we are working for the guard to some extent. They are Thousand Bones the, the city is overwhelmed with everything that's going on there aren't enough guards to keep up, so we are sort of a a backup relief group helping them out. Mm. And they do not mind your uh, heritage, then. I haven't I haven't noticed anyone minding it yet, which is good. I think there is a real opportunity to have someone who is a friend of the Shawanti doing visible good for the city. I think I think there's there's a pathway to showing people that we are here to help and we can still be friends even though our relationships are fraught between our our two peoples. Yes, I agree this is a uh, once in a lifetime opportunity no
2: Shuanti has ever become a member of the Corvosan Guard even if this is our original homeland. Diego if if you are working with a Corvosan Guard I must confess the reason I sit up late tonight is we have thought that the city had calmed. Gakin went into town for supplies, and uh, we have not heard from him in two days. Uh-oh. I've attempted to reach him in our dreams as I reached out to you, but it is a fickle thing if someone does not dream, you cannot reach into their mind. It could be that he's exhausted. It could be that he's awake. Could be something worse. If you hear anything <laughs> with your time at the guard, you must let me know. I I am allowing more of our people to, to go into the city to find what has happened.
1: I need you to keep an eye out for him. Do you know where he was going? Is there anyone... He was supposed to meet, that was supposed to see him? It was supposed
2: to be a supplies trip. It was rather undescript. He was just going into town to get some of the things that we don't grow on our own out here, and so I couldn't tell you where he ended up. I mean, he's still just a young man. He could have wanted to have an ale at a tavern or Get things that, um, you know, get supplies that uh, he maybe wanted and didn't need. I I couldn't tell you who he was uh, meeting with, mm-hmm. but uh, I have been unsuccessful in, in reaching him so far.
1: And as Thousand Bows is saying that, Diego's mind is just running through all the possibilities, the the looting and the rioters in the city, and all like the, these, these evil groups that are doing all this awful stuff, and just thinking about everything that could have gone wrong. Dick Aiken basically shakes out of it, and I, I will keep a keen eye out for him. I, when I go back, I will, I will let others know, and if there's anything, even a whisper I hear, I will, I will look for him. I will do the, I will do all that I can. If there are
2: other members of the tribes that you've met that were stuck in the city or live there and do not break bread with us out
1: here. Let them know as well. Think about the guy at the the bar near all the world's meats. Yeah, Takpar.
2: Any help that we can get from within would be useful. Indeed. As it stands, he's a needle in a haystack in
1: a difficult time. I'm just hoping for the best. As do I. There are there are other things I wish to talk to you about at a, at a later date, but I am, I am exhausted. And after hearing this, at dawn, after resting here, I wish to go back into the city.
2: Okay, my son, I'm here for you
1: when you're ready to talk. So, what did Diego get this level? Yeah. So, I imagine after this talk, he goes in and he might wake up if if the, if the tribe has a specific healer or something to kind of check his bandages and stuff and mm-hmm. th- everything that that uh that mir did for him change advantages and i like the idea of him keeping some of the scars that he's gotten from his battles and not letting those get fully healed so uh my general feat that i took was toughness so i've a little more hit points now on my guy yeah i am an expert in intimidation now which seems right for a big old scary cat like me yeah and uh ancestry feat i got cat's luck which uh once per day now i can try to dodge out of the way of something that requires a, re- a reflex save and maybe re-roll a check if I if I need to. Not bad. A, that's
3: awesome. It's a
1: solid yeah. uh, ancestry feat right there. Last big thing that I get is there's a cool um, baked-in barbarian thing you get at third level called Deny Advantage, which basically any foe that's your level or lower, even if they're anything that they can do to like try to get you flat-footed, like flanking or be hidden or undetected, doesn't make you flat-footed against them. So if we're up against a bunch of people that are a little weaker than me I'm not worried about them getting all up in my business yeah that's very cool I've played a barbarian before it's come in handy a lot yep
2: definitely so the next morning Mir you head out earliest and you head to uh, dock trade
3: Yeah. what are you looking for I'm looking for something to help me open doors easier the specific item that I want is a skeleton key
1: Roll me a uh, lore underworld, specifically locks, right? Because door, you just need a crowbar.
3: <laughs> I got one of those now. Yes, I want to open locks.
1: We got to open, f- not break. We got that. We <laughs> got that, Twenty-one. We got that
2: feline Kool Aid man.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> With a twenty-one, you spend some time meandering around. Kind of, you know what you're looking for, but you're not exactly sure where to find it. Uh, instead of asking around, you are looking for specific things. And you do see that one of the shops has... You've seen several people uh, approach and make kind of a, a hand gesture that you recognize as something members of the Thieves' Guild yes. utilize. You see the people, like, they make the hand gesture and then they do business with the, the shopkeeper there. If you were to approach and make the same hand gesture. He nods at you and then kind of unfurls over the top of the goods that he has, uh, Mm -hmm. like sitting in his stall. uh, All manner of tools that that a burglar or uh, some kind of master thief would use. Okay. What exactly can I serve you with?
3: I'm looking for something that makes it easier to open locks. I've got some skills, but I'd like it to be quicker.
2: Hmm. Some skills, as in, are you uh, an initiate to the Cerulean Society, or have you been at this for some time?
3: I'm not with any society.
2: Well, you knew the gesture.
3: Just because I I have some skills that the Thieves' Guild would know, but I'm not joining the Thieves' Guild. I I use them more of a freelance.
2: A novice, then. He (laughs) kind of scoffs at you. One of these should serve your purposes just fine for breaking into petty businesses that
0: don't really keep heavy-duty locks. This is the Ancestry feat. He thinks she's too dumb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: uh And he,
2: he points you to a... Um, it appears to be a key that actually ends in more of a lock pick, and on the handle is a, a silver skull
3: grinning skull per, per the description of the one I picked up <laughs> which I think is weird and creepy but it's winking at you <laughs> <laughs> anyway. stupid
2: sexy
1: skull <laughs>
2: <laughs> the sc- you pick it up and the skull's like, like uh, I bet she doesn't know anything about picking locks it's dumb half work <laughs> I gotta help her
3: out <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright well I will take that.
2: roll we'll me a deception check against the key, please.
3: What? No.
4: <laughs> sure. So uh, cool. so
2: you picked up a skeleton key and you uh, hand over the requisite gold.
4: Well sold.
2: And then you head off to meet the rest of the group at Iadrid's walk. You all meet
1: up there still relatively early morning. Are there mall walkers around? Are there just a bunch of like old ladies like going up and down? There's Indrid's certainly
2: <laughs> there, there's certainly that, that type of people. Idrid's walk is like a long peninsula into the water. It's kind of like a it's like a one way boardwalk.
0: I'm more interested if there's mall goths.
2: The, the, the
1: one uh, vampire sect
0: of Corvus is like under an awning here.
1: There's no, one dude on yeah, a drinking wooden, juice. There's a dude on a wooden Segway that's gotta like crank it to get it moving. Like one security guard walking around. Yeah, there's a
2: heavyset man in, in a in a walk guard outfit. He doesn't have a Corvosa guard badge. <laughs> Beautiful. He's going about two miles per hour.
3: <laughs> Is his name maybe like Saul Tart or no, something? No, it's
2: Paul Blart.
0: <laughs> I was trying so hard to make a Paul Blart joke, but I couldn't get it together. You guys beat me. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's uh, he's got like Officer Blarty on his uh, on his lapel, Perfect. and he, he like he eyes you as he, he kind of <laughs> slowly,
0: slowly.
3: Gives us a side by, eye. Gives
0: you the side <laughs> eye. Ruffians. It's good. He's rolling by on a two legged hippogriff.
1: <laughs> it's good to see the peace is being kept on this side of Corvo, so mm. it's important. Yeah, he's the only one. <laughs> you guys got some shopping to do? I got a couple things I want to buy. I do as well, yes.
3: I need mm-hmm. some
1: alchemical items. Okay, well, um, you need some alchemical items.
3: Oh, and I need another rune.
2: One rune, please.
3: On, and please attach that to a weapon as well.
2: <laughs> yes. So there are, uh, like I said, 14 shops on on this walk, seven per side. If you're looking for a rune, you'd probably be able to find the rune itself at a place called Gemshare Jewelers. Okay. Uh, they specialize in jewels and runes and that kind of thing but you would want to get it affixed and there's actually a shop called slicing dicers that you see like behind the shop window just all manner of weaponry Uh, some magical some not so you could probably just buy a magic weapon there or you could take a rune there and they'd, they'd affix it for you so you can you can go ahead and purchase those things anybody else looking for something specific
3: I, I just, I want to say, I'm going to pull out my barber's razor and ask them to put a plus one on that.
2: The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf in, uh, in slicing dicers kind of takes his, uh, he, he's got, like, goggles on, and he... Zad, is, is this a razor? What kind <laughs> of things do you have to shave?
3: I'm a specialty barber.
2: Vec waves from outside. How about you, <laughs> how
3: about you charging for a cut? You've got to magically enhance your razor? Enough, and I've got at least one client who has to come daily. <laughs> Did
2: you
1: put a curse on him?
3: I don't know what's wrong with him. That I've would, been like that since I met him. That
1: would be great for business, if you just curse people to grow hair Long,
3: Right, <laughs> wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> I wish I could curse people to lose their knives all the time. <laughs> business would be booming. Uh, but yeah, I could... I could, uh, you know, for, for the right gold, I'd get get this done for you in an hour. It's a tiny thing. Get you real quick,
3: get the rest of your shopping done, and come back here. That's good to know. I don't like to be without it. Emergency haircuts and all. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we'll do a good job here. We appreciate uh, positive reviews, you know. Word of mouth and all that.
1: He is one of the nicest Rune Lords we've
3: ever met. <laughs> and the rune Lord be the one selling them. Mm. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Well, Vex got a couple things that he wants to buy. We talked as human beings before this and decided that we wanted to pool some gold for a Wand of Heal, which I feel like is pretty off the shelf. Nothing too crazy about that. But there's also another item that I want to get called a Demon Mask. Okay. Where can I find that? That's level four, though, is the only thing. Griffin and
1: I talked about this beforehand. All right. Well, that's great. Shit, I want a demon mask too. Then
2: <laughs> you get a demon mask. You want to spend all your gold on it?
1: I got it. I get an egg. I need more gold. I'll get it later.
2: Yes. You you want a demon mask? And you think probably the best place to find that would actually be a shop called Highbridge Haberdashery. Oh, sure. If they do hats. Maybe they would do a demon mask. You'd have to go in and see. Well, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, so you go in, uh, you see all manner of hats uh, and some masks. It looks like this might be a shop that people go to when they do, like,
0: masquerade-type
2: mm-hmm. events. So there's, like, masks and feathered masks and whatever. And uh, as you're looking, yes, I think you, you would find a, a demon mask.
0: And the one that stands out to Vec, for those of you who are fans of the Silence of the Lambs franchise and have seen hannibal rising hannibal in that movie gets this this mask that is similar to the one that he uses in the other movies or he's that's put on him in the other movies in functionality where it covers the bottom half of its face but has like a metal grill over his mouth except it is like japanese inspired it looks kind of like the bottom half of like an oni demon's face but it still does have that like metal grill over where his mouth would be. So, uh, Beck picks that up Okay, and that will boost an intimidation check when I do that later.
3: <laughs> sure. Do you wear that all the time now?
0: I imagine that he has it on its string, like hanging down around his neck and then will like push it up over his mouth when he intimidates in combat.
3: I was going to say, I just feel like it goes counter to the like pretty boy thing you've been doing. It goes <laughs> counter to
0: the pretty boy thing and the glasses that I have to wear and the halo.
3: Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Stack it a lot up there. Pretty similar, yeah. I was curious. Anybody else?
4: Sylvie is looking for a bracelet that her wealthy rival companion um, or rival classmate at school had a bracelet that she claimed made her lighter on her feet so Sylvia's looking for a bracelet of dashing
2: yeah you think you could pretty easily find that at gemshare jewelers as well they would have all kinds of jewelry in addition to runes and and jewels
4: well that's where she will go to get her bracelet
1: I like their slogan every G begins with gem <laughs> every gem begins with G you mean? No, I, right. no, no, no. I, okay, the first one. The first one. The first one's
2: categorically
1: wrong. It's their slogan, though. It's right It's right there on the, the, the signpost. Everyone can see it. Okay. You in anything? Yeah, you know, I thought um, Diego still has bad memories of the poison that was coursing through his veins. So he is interested in picking up a couple doses of um, antidotes and anti-plagues. Um,
3: Mir also wants some.
1: I also buy some. So, so he, he like, buys
3: some too. He,
1: he, uh, <laughs> he pulls a little bit of coin from everyone else to go get all of that stuff and then comes back. I don't know where it is though. But yeah, So
2: there's a there's a shop called Hedge Wizardry. Uh, Sylvie, make me a society
1: check.
4: Ooh, okay. A 12.
2: A uh, 12. Uh, you haven't heard anything about this shop. But you enter and uh, there is a, a spindly half elf shopkeeper. Well, hello there. What, um, what can I get ya? What are you looking for? He kind of puts his glasses down the brim of his nose. Haven't seen a man like you in some time.
1: Yes, I, I imagine so. I'm looking for, uh, some, some potions, some, some alchemical type items that are good against poisons. And right, flames. right, right. I wouldn't have pictured you as someone that would be, uh, actually looking for my scrolls or any of
2: that. Yes. Uh, things that you could drink. Sure. Uh, we have plenty. Um,
1: I'm going to let that slot. No, no, the half hawk is the one you're supposed to think is dumb. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm just a big cat. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yes, the uh, ripped six-foot-eight, clearly magical cat, man. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, antitoxins. that's what you're looking for few of them? Yes, things of that nature, yeah. The, um, he he has, like, a full rack of just various potions and, uh, tinctures and stuff behind the counter. He, uh, there's clearly a big section of these green vialed little, um, little tiny files, kind of like, uh, kind of like the ones the, the Witcher has in the series, like, you know, maybe three inches tall. He grabs a couple in between his fingers. Eight good more?
1: Less? How many do you need? Eight is good. That'll be right. Are we each get? How much are you each getting? Two. Two for each of you guys? One. The... Okay. I picked up two antidotes and two uh, anti-plagues, but let's just say he just gets the right amount. Yeah, I did
0: two in one.
2: Uh, so, against poison and you need some disease stuff, right?
0: Yes, yes indeed. All right. Hey, uh, throw in a couple mono elixirs alive, too, for fun. right. I I will pay for them. Spendy. Spendy. Sounds
1: good. Uh, One other thing, uh, if you will. I uh, was a little peeved by your comment earlier. I will get a scroll from you. I would like a a scroll of magic weapon, please. Mm, What are your credentials? It's not for me. It's for a friend.
2: Okay. Buying it for a friend. (laughs) That's what I expected. Yes, yes. uh, Magic weapon. Uh,
1: You don't appear to have a weapon on you. No, it's in the shop right now. That's what they all say. Um... For what purpose?
3: <laughs> these
1: people who don't have weapons but buy these <laughs> scrolls. I don't know. You you don't have a weapon
2: and you're buying a scroll of magic weapon. It just seemed odd. I thought I'd ask. I have so many questions and I will hold all of them. Mm-hmm. Just like you can hopefully hold all these bottles.
0: Yeah,
2: and he finds you a scroll of magic weapon. Is there? Anything
1: else you need. Um, my oh. name is Fate in Scada, by the way. What is yours? I am called the Diego Longshadow, but the people in the city have a penchant for referring to me as... Diego, Diego the non-magical. Get out. I'm, I'm getting out. I'm okay. leaving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we, we should just leave.
1: It's not going well.
2: I haven't said anything mean to you, sir. You appear to be magical.
0: Oh, no. Well, I am a little. Start See, he the, gets uh, it. Yeah. He understands. Look at look at this mask. <laughs> Pretty scary, huh?
1: I'm assuming we all leave. Diego distributes the potions to everyone, but yep. takes the scroll out and says, uh, "Vec, uh, I think this scroll might come important. If you're ever low on spells and 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 are looking, if we're in ever in a pinch in combat, I could use this cast on me. This could be the the difference between life and death for us.
0: Yeah, mate." alright I can hang on to that and throw it on you when you need it just shout and Mr. Skoda is looking through the <laughs> window he sees you like pass
2: it
1: to Vic once you leave the building he just starts laughing to
3: himself that's great
1: I'm sure there's a sign of the word. must be 18 year older to buy scrolls
2: <laughs> must be able to at least cast cantrips before you buy scrolls okay Any, anything else
3: no, just a small note. If we walk by Old Hooktooth's place, uh, Mir will say, if any of you are going in there, we're done. We're not friends. I would
0: never, <coughs> Mir. I value our friendship too much.
3: You've introduced an enemy for the entire campaign, Griffin. <laughs>
0: Old Hooktooth.
2: <laughs> Comes out of his shop. He's stretching.
3: going to go pick up my magically enhanced... Razor.
2: Oh, is that... Is that Mir gun. How's your little shop doing over in Old Corvosa?
3: It's doing great. Yeah. Yes.
2: Has you been closed for a couple of days cause of all the unrest? I've been doing other jobs too. Some of your regulars been coming over here because I was able to stay open. What do you think of that?
3: I think that you're not doing any of the freelancing work that I'm doing. And Mir's gonna huff and walk off.
0: <laughs> I, I use the scroll of magic weapon. <laughs> <laughs> he shouts,
2: I don't have to do any freelancing because I can actually make a living from barbering.
1: This is a prime location for a, a barber shop. Wow. Look at my beautiful real estate right on the water.
3: Quickest way to make me turn evil. <laughs>
2: How's that New Year's resolution going?
3: Bad. Bad right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm lawful good. If you kill me, you'd be in big trouble.
3: Man, I should have paid those guys who were selling human meat first. Got this damn hair up. Going to add to my notes
0: for the session. Talked shit to Hook Tooth. The point towards evil.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So... Around midday you head back to Citadel Volshnik and you grab your newly enchanted items.
3: Yeah. Yes.
2: And you enter Crestacross office and she is not alone. There's a man sitting there that is very recognizable to Sylvie as a uh, Vencarlo Orsini stands up from his seat, smiles brightly at Sylvie, and takes a bow. We'll continue the curse campaign next time.
0: Wait, you're using the fade to black on Vencarlo and uh, Cressida? (laughs) Careless Whisper, close. (laughs) See (laughs) you. The Bestow Curse podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.